Raider Nation has found its new home for daily Raiders content. This is Raider Nation Radio 920 AM, part of the Las Vegas Sports Network, KRLV Las Vegas. This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Unnecessary roughness. Unnecessary roughness. I think this, that somewhere within the first five to ten plays of the game, the other team's quarterback must go down. And he must go down hard. It's unnecessary roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Big hole. First down. End zone. Touchdown. Touchdown Raiders. Would you believe it? This is unnecessary roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy, Q. Kicking off hour number two of the show here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Coming up at 3.30, Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com. It'll let you know where you place your money and who to place your money on this weekend and try to put a little extra cash in your pocket. But right now, all the way live from Cleveland, our guy Adam Hill from the Las Vegas Review-Journal also is uh, always on Cofield & Company. He's a frequent guest on Cofield & Company on our sister station, ESPN Las Vegas. And Adam, we do appreciate you, my man. And obviously we all know the story. The, the game has been postponed until Monday, uh, the Browns and the Raiders. And obviously it all has to do with COVID on the Browns side of things. And let me just start with this because you're – you're very, uh, your mind is very straight where you don't, you know, you don't get swayed one way or the other. So when it comes to this situation, do you think that the NFL made the right decision? I mean, I think it's really tough to say if it's a right decision or not, right? And first of all, I want to start by saying thank God for heated seats in the rental car. Uh, <laughs> it is cold here, man. Um, it, you know, it's tough to say. You know, I, I was just uh, just doing a podcast with our uh, our friend Ed Graney, and we were just talking about, how if you if you take a step back, it's very easy to see both sides of this, mm-hmm. right? I mean, from the Raiders' perspective, you completely understand the anger and the frustration of the organization and the fans. I mean, you look at the players. They had to pre- prepare for a short week. They went through a different preparation process than they usually do because it was a short week game, uh, because they were going to be playing on Saturday, so one less practice, two walkthroughs. Like, it was a different feel for the whole week. And then they, they're getting ready to get on the bus, and then they don't go. And not only that, they were going into a spot where they were going to be a favorite in, in a situation where they could potentially keep their season alive right. uh, because a team was shorthanded. Now, you also don't want to be, you know, you don't want to be the guys that are like, hey, we wanted to play a depleted team. This isn't fair. You don't want to say that out loud, but it's the reality. Like, that's what teams have dealt with for the last year and a half. So you, you finally get your break. Uh, when the Raiders have had so many things go against them and, and you know, COVID times and other things, uh, you finally get your break, and now the game is pushed back. Now, that doesn't mean Cle- uh, Cleveland is going to be completely healthy. It doesn't mean everybody's going to be back. Uh, in fact, I've, I've talked to a couple of people today that believe the Cleveland outbreak has some very symptomatic cases mm. and that guys won't be healthy uh, by the time uh, Monday comes around. But um, you also have to see it from Cleveland's side, right? I mean, this is a team that did everything they're supposed to do. They followed the procedures. There's just a new variant uh, that is very transmissive and yet not so uh, damaging for those that are vaccinated. So they did all the right things. They just happen to have an outbreak at this time. So you get it from their perspective too, right? Where they, you know, they were told to do certain things, they did them, and now they're technically being punished. So you understand that side of it. But I, I think certainly you'd lean in the Raiders' side to say, 
man, this is this is something that everybody's had to adore. The Raiders, in particular, have had to have to adore, and now the Browns kind of get benefited from this. But it's not just this game. Obviously, we know there's two other games as well that are impacted. Right, exactly. I mean, now there's games on Monday, there's games on Tuesday, and the te- teams that play are on Tuesday. I mean, they they got a game on Tuesday, and then they got to turn around and play, you know, on Sunday. So they're really on a short week. But it's just it's one of those things that Adam, until we really get out of this COVID nineteen situation, it's kind of like you're flying by the seat of your pants. But this year, I mean, it took all the way to week fifteen until there was any real major dust-up so I feel like that it's been going well but like you said this other variant has really kind of thrown a monkey wrench in this and a lot of I saw a lot of people on Twitter I'm sure you did as well talking about well the Browns should just have to forfeit but if they forfeit then nobody gets a paycheck and I was telling DeMond earlier it's all about the money they're going to make sure these guys get their paycheck well, and I think that that was that was part of the Raiders side too where we saw a couple of players say hey wasn't there supposed to be forfeits uh, you really want to push for that when you don't get paid this week I mean I don't I don't think that that's ideal for the Raiders either uh, to have that situation push forward. But in terms of the forfeit anyway, I just want to make sure everybody understands because I, I saw a lot of people saying today, hey, I thought if you had to push the game back, it was considered a forfeit. You've got to read the language of those things. It said only if there's an outbreak of unvaccinated mm-hmm. players would you be forced to forfeit in that situation. So a forfeit was never on the table. That was never even a possibility uh, in this situation. Um, so I, I think that's important to clear up first. And just to your point of, of a changing dynamic, I think it's fair for everybody to have opinions on both sides of this. I know that there's, you know, I don't agree with the opinion that, hey, just let these guys play even if they're positive, who cares? I don't agree with that. Right. Um, and I don't agree with, um, you know, I don't agree with every measure that's been taken either uh, for health and safety. I think some of them have been a little overboard, but I think it's fair to have opinions. The only real ignorant opinion in all of this is if you hear somebody say, well, last week you said this, and now this week you're saying this, or six months ago you said this, and now you're saying this, that's ignorant. Everybody understands that this is a constantly changing situation where we don't know what's going to be next. We don't know what's going to happen next week or next month. And and I think so the, the only kind of really you know, simplistic, idiotic thinking is the people that say, well, why did you change? Because things change. Like, that's just fact. Right, exactly. And so many people have gone back to last year and talked about, you know, the Raiders having to uh, play with a beat-up offensive line and they actually moved their game up. And, I mean, it's just it's so difficult and kind of dumb, like you said, to go back and and, and relive stuff that's already happened just because, again, this is a thing that's moving forward and it's going to continue to move forward. It's not going back. It's not reversing at all. Let Let me ask you this because I don't know the answer to this. A lot of people hit me up and say, well, what does this mean for people that you know were ruled out already when they thought they were going to play on week 15? Because it was still week 15, even though it's Saturday, they're still going to be ruled out for Monday, right? Well, I mean, being ruled out, there's not like a rule. Like Just because you're out of injury report, like it's very, very rare anybody would ever play, and it's very, very rare anybody would ever play if they're doubtful, which in this case there's no doubtful. Uh, both teams just had out and questionable. Um, theoretically, like I, I think that would apply more to the Raiders' side, right? right. Yeah, yep. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, Darren Waller, Denzel Perriman, uh, and Trayvon Mullen all ruled out. Um, theoretically, I, I would think that they'd be able to play. However, Darren Waller hasn't progressed much, and I, and I would say based on what Rich Passaccia said the other day, it doesn't seem like two extra days is going to do anything for Darren Waller to get back on the field. Um, Trayvon Mullen, potentially, but you know he he clearly had a setback mm-hmm. in his recovery. I mean, obviously last week he came back off injured reserve, didn't play very well in particular, uh, and clearly was was ailing. I mean, I don't want to put it on him that he didn't play well. He was hurt, right? Um, and so I you know I don't necessarily know that they'd want to rush him back anyway. Uh, and then the other you know the one that really would stand out was Denzel Perriman, but he didn't do anything on the practice field either. Uh, so I, I don't necessarily think 48 hours is going to help him 
uh, much. But I, I think by rule, mm-hmm. they would be able to play. Um, I just don't think there's there's anything that's going to change in 48 hours for their health. Right, no doubt about it. We're talking with Adam Hill from the Las Vegas Review-Journal, also a co-field and company on ESPN Las Vegas. My man DeMond's got a question for you. Yeah, Adam, you got players mad at the NFL. You got players mad at the PA. With the playoffs coming up, do you think that maybe the NFL should just get rid of their COVID protocol, all these rules and regulations, and if you're asymptomatic, if you feel fine, just let them play? Because that's what some players are pushing for. Nope. Yeah, I, I, listen <laughs> – I think there's going to be major changes announced on Monday. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think your, your question is very fair because I do think we're going to see some of that. I think, I think part of what the players want to be announced on Monday, or maybe it'll be Tuesday, you know, it'll be at the end of this week. Uh, so I guess now that's Tuesday because there's games on Tuesday. Um, I think what players want is what you're kind of saying there where, hey, if you're vaccinated and asymptomatic, um, they don't think there's much reason to sit out. Um, I, I think that that's probably in the in the discussion. I think it's very possible that that happens, uh, and we'll see. But I do want to make it clear for people, like because I hear a lot of this of I haven't seen one NFL player die. Why are they doing this? Like this is not about the NFL players getting sick or what it could do to them. It's really not. It's about what are you doing. And, you know, in, by throwing your games, by putting your games on the field, what are you doing to increase spread in your community? Like, if, if it goes from two players to seven players, and now they all go out to eat dinner, and now the waitress gets sick, and then now the entire staff at the restaurant is sick, and now their parents are sick, and then a couple people die, like, that's what you're trying to avoid. You're not trying – nobody's saying that they think NFL players are going to be dying from this. Uh, and I, so I think it's pretty clear – that that's that's the intention, right? It's it's we don't want the NFL games going on as as planned. We don't want the NFL progressing forward to impact spread in the community, and and that's what they're trying to prevent. So um, this it is about health and safety of the players for sure, um, and their families and those around them and those that are immunocompromised. But it's really about like is it worth it to put out an NFL game if you know, three people in the in the facility get sick, and then that turns into 100 people in the community getting sick. Like, now you're not doing your part in society. So I think that's what they're really looking at. It's not necessarily just the health of the individual players that are on the field. It's everyone else that they come in contact with on a daily basis. Great point. Great point right there from Adam Hill here on, Lost, on, on Unnecessary Roughness, Radio Nation Radio 920. Just got a couple more questions for you, Adam. And one was the fact that I know that some of the conversation was, hey, just postpone the week, you know, but now that there's 17 games, there's no wiggle room. They don't have any, anywhere to put any other games. They can't just postpone a whole week and try to try to calm everything down. So uh, this this year, having 17 games now, has really kind of thrown a monkey wrench in, in, in their backup plan if they needed a backup plan. Yeah, for sure. And, and it's also, I mean, there's really nowhere to go because of TV, right? Like, if you could, like, you could move the Super Bowl, but there's so much logistics to go into it that like right. you can't. You've backed yourself into a corner by making the Super Bowl such a massive event that you couldn't move the Super Bowl at this point. So the option, the really only option that they would have, uh, because there was discussions today of just shutting down this week and pushing it back, um, the only options that you'd really have is to play the championship games the same weekend as the Pro Bowl, right. which is in Las Vegas. Yep. Uh, you could do that because the guys that are in championship games don't play in the Pro Bowl anyway. Um, that definitely makes it a really crazy weekend. And then if you do do that, then all of a sudden something else happens. Now you don't have any kind of wiggle room at all. I mean, now you're really backing yourself into a corner. So you know, the issue is the TV networks. I mean, that's, that's, that's the other part of this where, you know, they're saying, you know, I, I think to go back, I'm, I'm jumping around a lot. Uh, the like NFL network having this game on Saturday 
was probably very beneficial to moving the game mm-hmm. because if it's on Fox or CBS, uh, they're saying uh, you're not moving the game. Uh, we need we need an NFL broadcast in that time frame, so you're playing the game at that time. Now the fact that it's on an NFL Network, they can just move that very easily. Uh, but networks dedicate uh, dictate so much of this. That's what happened with the Raiders game last year. Like people talk about the NFL punishing the Raiders by moving that game up. That's not what happened. What happened was NBC was terrified that the game would have to be canceled, and they had all their, all their personnel here, that they needed another game in prime time in case the Raiders game did have to be canceled. So that's why that game was moved out of prime time. Like, it's all TV networks that, did it, that dictate all of this. So that's another thing to keep in mind where they're like, hey, what are we going to show this weekend if you're not showing NFL games? You better play the games. We're paying you billions of dollars. It always is what about, Damon? What is it always about? It's always about the money. Follow right. the money. Always about the money. Adam, before we let you go, and we definitely appreciate your time, uh, you, you mentioned the Super Bowl and, uh, of course, you mentioned Las Vegas, and we found out, and not that it's a big surprise, but Super Bowl 58 is going to be here in Las Vegas. Uh, you've been here a long time. What does that mean uh, for you? What do you think that means for the NFL being here uh, in, in Las Vegas, the Super Bowl 58? Yeah, I mean, for a you know, kid that, you know, I grew up all over the place, but I've been in Vegas since I was in eighth grade, so I kind of consider Vegas my hometown. Uh, we never thought this would happen. This is, like, the biggest, ma- most massive event you could possibly have. We always knew we'd be good at hosting it, but we never thought it was possible. The NFL hated Vegas so much. Uh, now that it's here, it's, it's, it's surreal that it's happening. It's such a cool moment, and it's a two-week, you know, advertisement for the city, which is very cool. Mm-hmm. But on a micro level... <laughs> I, I think it makes Super Bowl weekend worse. Like Vegas is better than the Super Bowl city every year. More people come to Vegas than come to the Super Bowl city every year. Um, I, we don't need this. We don't need it to happen. Uh, I don't think the casinos need it to happen. I think they're more than happy just having major events all the other time and having Super Bowl weekend be sold out, packed everywhere. Uh, the game being there, I think, logistically puts kind of a nightmare in all of that. But... All of that is worth it. It's such a massive event, such a cool moment for the city. Um, it's a great, great thing. I'm not trying to poo-poo it by saying, right, I got you. you know, there's other, but like, when has Las Vegas not been the place to be for the Super Bowl? It always has. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I've never been here for the Super Bowl, but I will. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm excited. All right, Adam, i uh, got to ask you, putting you on the spot here, any plans for tomorrow in Cleveland? <laughs> Uh, I got some plans. Come on. <laughs> that was it, huh? <laughs> I, well, here's the thing. I don't know if you know this about me, Q. I know what Damon's getting at. Um, my my mo when I'm when I'm traveling for uh, for either UFC or the Raiders or back when I was on the Golden Knights beat, I like to go to like the most notoriously awful sites in every city, like the worst crime that's happened, the worst event that's happened, the worst tragedy, um, like presidential assassination sites. I'm all about. Um, that's my thing. And so I have a couple on the list in Cleveland for sure, but I think people would be disturbed by my, my mind if I told you. Yeah, no, I, I think hey, you're right. There. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> I, I think you're right because I'm disturbed, but I get it. I, hey, man, look, I know a couple hoods that you could drive down, man, you know, just drive real slow with the windows rolled down and, you know, you could throw some expletives out the window and then drive real fast and see what happens. I got you. Uh, no I'll problem. pass. I'll pass. No, I like historical sites, not current Okay. Because <laughs> Q would nominate the hotel that he stayed at yes. when he went to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, we ain't going to speak on that one, but yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> hey, before I let you go, Adam, uh, I'm sure that you'll have some time to do some extra writing uh, because, well, the game's not till Monday. Anything on the Review Journal that you're going to be dropping in a, that people should be on the lookout for? Uh, well, I, I wrote kind of an analysis thing that came out today uh, that I think people might enjoy, just like what the Raiders are facing after the season with the Derek Carr conundrum. Like, what do you do with him? He's too good to just get rid of, but – 
maybe not good enough to take him to the Super Bowl. I think it's almost in his best interest to go somewhere else. Um, it just kind of looks at what the options are that the Raiders are going to have. Uh, so that's out. And then uh, I had an advance on the game uh, that's going to be scrapped and rewritten. So I don't know what that's going to be about yet. <laughs> oh, man, the life of a writer, right? The life of a there writer. You well, you do a fantastic job, man. I do appreciate you giving us a few minutes of your time today. Try to stay warm out there, man. I know it's ice cold because it's cold here, so I can only imagine how cold it is there. But thank you so much for your time, my man, and uh, stay safe, and we'll see you when you get back. It sucks. Save me. <laughs> <laughs> Will do. Will do. There he goes. Adam Hill. It sucks. It's cold. I understand. I'm telling you, as a dude who hates the cold, I'm telling you, I'm layered up. I got a long sleeve shirt on right now. I got Under Armour uh, underneath that like I'm on the sideline somewhere. I had a hoodie on when I walked in. I'm that dude who don't even want to get out of bed in the morning. It's so damn cold. I mean, I got to be convinced to get out of bed. I wake up on time. I just don't get out of bed on time because it's too damn cold. And I can only imagine how cold it is. In Cleveland. He just reminded me of that Joakim Noah clip after uh, Chicago, Cleveland, the playoffs. What's so good about Cleveland? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never heard anybody say, I want to go to Cleveland on vacation. He wasn't wrong. (laughs) He wasn't wrong at all. Many thanks to Adam Hill. Uh, Love having him on, man. He really uh, broke it down and made a lot of sense there. Uh, He does a fantastic job for the Review Journal. Also, Cofield and Company on our sister station, ESPN Las Vegas. 317 is the time. This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. What does it mean to be a Raider? What to you, what does it mean to be a Raider? Man, being a Raider is not just being a football player. It's not about the just the jersey or just the just the helmet. It's about a lifestyle. It's about it's about loyalty. It's about doing whatever you have to do to help your brothers, to help your family. That's what it's all about. It's never putting yourself above the shield. That's what being a Raider is all about. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy Q. Coming up about 3.30, Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com. Give you the lay of the land where you can play some money this weekend and, uh, you know, who you can win some money with. We'll start off talking some Thursday night football, the Chiefs and the Chargers. That was a hell of a game. Kansas City comes out with the overtime victory. I brought that up because Donald Parham Jr., if you watch the game, he's the tight end that was – uh, taken to the hospital on a stretcher very early in the game uh, last night, and you never want to see that. I don't care who you're a fan of or who you're not a fan of. You never want to see any of these players have to be taken off the field on a stretcher. It's just so scary of a moment. You don't know what's going on. Uh, he looked like he was in some pretty bad shape when he left the field last night. Well, he tweeted out about 23 minutes ago a picture of a thumbs up. You can see it looks like he's still in the hospital, but it says, I'm all good, everybody. You know, can't nothing hold a real one down. But I appreciate all the love and support from everyone. It means so much to me and my family to know so many people are thinking about me and my well-being. And God has a plan for my life. And so just know I'm coming back better than ever. Bolt up. That's from Donald Parham Jr. I don't care who you're a fan of. That is great news. You know, I saw earlier that they said that he had a concussion and that he was going to be released from the hospital today. Again, when you see a guy, a grown man, uh, NFL football player, these guys, I don't care if you're the punter. I mean, these guys are big, fast, and strong. And you see a guy like that being taken off on a stretcher, of course you think the worst. To see a tweet like that and to know that he's in good spirits and he's going to be okay, of course a concussion is not anything to shake a stick at. You don't want that. But I'll tell you what, you'll take that concussion over what could have been. You know, so I'm uh, very happy to see that from Donald Parham Jr. So good to know that he's going to be okay. Yeah, and it's it was it was a very scary moment, and it, it is. I'm glad to see that he's okay because mm-hmm. it was, you 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 think the worst because he was a mo- he was immobilized right, 
It, it looked bad. It, it looked it looked bad, but and now when you see like it's just a concussion, and it's one of those things not to get too deep into it. But when it's just a concussion, well, what's up with these concussions in CTE? We just saw with Vic, with right. Vincent Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, no, they're bad. Not all concussions are created equal. No, they're not. And and it's bad. A concussion's bad. Don't get me wrong. But what could have been from what it looked like could have been a whole lot worse. So I'm glad to see that he. Uh, you know, got out of there. It looks like uh, pretty okay. So definitely uh, wanted to pass that news along. Uh, now let's go out to the phone lines. A very patient Fargo Raider. What's on your mind? Welcome to the show, my man. Hey, thank you. Q and DeMond, thank you for taking my call. I hope y'all are warm out there. I'm currently sitting and just watching the snow, man. I feel like that dog on Joe Dirt. I've been on a footprint <laughs> all day outside. <laughs> Wait, hold on, <laughs> hold on, dog. Did I tell you? Did I share the story that Joe Dirt's one of my favorite movies? Did I say that on the show before? I've never heard you say that. I no, love I've never heard that, man. Dog, I don't know why, because that is some. <laughs> you know what that is. Anyone who's seen it knows what that is. But for some reason, every oh, yeah. time Joe Dirt is on TV, I have to stop and watch. It's that and my cousin Vinny. Those two movies are like, I cannot help myself. I have to watch those. Classics, man, for a reason. Yeah, I love that Joe Dirt. Can't get me enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Nice, oh, nice. Oh man, that's a good deal. Um, I'm, I was, I was gonna come on here with the whole spiel, like everybody else got uh, was upset. But honestly, now that I heard Adam Hill and and you guys were putting in a little bit into perspective, yeah, I could see why we wouldn't want the guys to not get paid. You know, they did their job; they stayed healthy. But they did, they didn't show us no love when Tracy Brown messed with his tracker. And we had to sit the whole O-line down. It is what it is. The life ain't fair, and neither is the league, especially with us. So, you know, I'm not going to complain about it. It is what it is. If they were going to win uh, Saturday, they need to just show up and do it again on Monday then. Agreed. Like, I hope the texture is right when he said, I hope that that pisses them off, puts a little something in their neck, as you would say, you know? That's right. Get it done. We don't. We don't care about the excuses. We're, we we've been Raiders. We know that they got it all against us. So just get it done. There it is. Great call. Great call. And I'm, I'm with you. If you're going to show up on Saturday and win, show up on Monday and win. And I know the circumstances will be a little bit different, but hell, you're a damn playoff team, or you feel like you're a playoff team, and you still you know have some some juice in the season. Go out there and show it. Go out there and whoop their ass on Monday. Straight up, walk into their stadium and whoop their ass, and say, you know what, we're pissed off at you because now we have to prepare another short week. And Denver Bronco team, that's what they should be upset about. That's what the team should be most upset about is that this game pushes their preparation for Denver back. That's that's something to really get upset about, but that's what it is right now. Let's go out to Mitch in New Jersey. Mitch, what's on your mind? Welcome to the show. Hey, right. How's it going? I'm blessed, uh, man. I'm blessed. Hey, we are. Stay safe. This is, this is incredible. This is very sad the way it's going. Uh, two days. Uh, they postponed it two days. I mean, I read stuff that they want to make it quicker, a quicker to get to get back to being safer quickly, and it's impossible. I mean, it's all about the money. It's it's good It's terrible. They can skip a week, really ten days. I mean, I can't believe that. Two, and they're going to cut down. It's all. I was looking forward to seeing a game on tomorrow, and now, and now it's Monday. Right. Right. Well, no, hey, I get it. I get it, man. Hey, look, I was I was looking forward to hosting again. Selfishly, I was looking I was looking forward to pre, to co-hosting the pregame show with JT. I thought I made it to the big leagues, man. You know, you know when a big le- well, you don't know because I mean, none of us have been in this position. But you know, when you're in the minor leagues and all of a sudden you get the call, hey, man, hey, Q, we're gonna bring you up to the majors today. All right, cool. Just kidding. You're going Rain back. delay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> going back to the minors. Sorry. 
and then the pitcher you were supposed to replace, yeah. he healthy now. Yeah, <laughs> man. You know, you you thought you were there. You thought you had made it. And then all of a sudden, bada boom, bada bing, nothing. But no, it's all good. It's all good. I, I, I'm not mad, you know. But I did, I, I did feel a little kind of good about myself when they said that Eric Allen couldn't make it to the pregame show. So I was going to fill in for him. I was like, you got me filling in for EA? All right, cool. That's some respect right there. Nah, not that much respect. You, <laughs> you're done. <laughs> so I was feeling good about myself, but no, nah, it is what it is. Definitely appreciate the call, my man. Three twenty-eight is the time when we come back. We'll be talking to my guy Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com. We'll start off talking all things Thursday night football, Chiefs and Chargers. This is Radio Nation Radio nine twenty. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio nine. 9- it's time to take a look at the sporting lines with Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com. And it pays off in a touchdown. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Welcome into Unnecessary Roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. And it is that time of week as we do each and every week. Check in with our guy, Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com. You can find him on Twitter at Paramount Sports. And Lee, thank you so much for your time. As always, Thursday night football got kicked off. Week 15 got kicked off. Kansas City defeated the Chargers in overtime, uh, walk-off style. Mahomes to Kelsey, a lot of questions about go for it or don't go for it on fourth down. Take the points, do what you got to do. But, man, it was a fun way to kick off week 15. What did you think about that game on Thursday night? Great. <laughs> and even better that I won because <laughs> I had Kansas City. I think it makes up for my loss uh, last Sunday on Buffalo. So um, it usually evens out in the end. I, tell, I hear some people always complaining. And, yeah, I complained some too, but uh, lost one in Buffalo where I was getting points. Only way I could lose was by touchdown being scored on me in overtime, then win one back uh, the very, very uh, next day they had uh, had action. So um, feel feel good about it, about that and love to win on Thursdays headed into the weekend. Right, exactly. That's a great way to kick the weekend off, right? Kick it off a little early with a win. Yep. And, you know, I know that there's a lot of questions on if, you know, Brandon Staley rolled the dice too many times. But really, Lee, I didn't have a problem with him saying, I think the way to beat Kansas City is by winning touchdowns or scoring touchdowns, not by scoring field goals. So I didn't really have a problem with You know it. what? I, di- I differ. I okay. differ there. I'd like, you know, it, he really w- was hitting on it early in the season. But I thought – I think he went for it four times. I, th- I thought in two of the four times he should have kicked the field goal. Right. No, I mean, that makes sense. That makes sense. And if he does, yeah. you know, obviously it's easier for us to say it today. But if they if he does, they win that game. But uh, I, I yeah. don't mind him, uh, you know, at least backing himself up and saying, hey, this is how we're going to roll. So <laughs> that's yeah. what that's what he did on Thursday night. Again, we're talking with Lee Sterling for ParamountSports.com on Twitter at Paramount Sports. And, Lee, let's go ahead and jump into some action this weekend. How about this? How about the Denver Broncos and the Cincinnati Bengals? This game for me is a tough one to break down both teams are seven and six on the season Denver is minus two and a half right now versus the Bengals what are your thoughts on this one yeah uh, this should be a fun game here two evenly matched teams and you think that, that Cincinnati's one of these teams uh, with the pressure at home they just haven't performed well I don't know why they haven't been a good home team but better on the road one for the five games here on the road this year Denver used to have that great home field advantage just five ten and one against the spread at home. You would think uh, the altitude would certainly help them out, but uh, they played better on the road. Obviously, remembering uh, that Dallas game. So uh, both teams, it's a must-win game here. Uh, just think that the Bengals, uh, when when the, they haven't handled success well, but they've dealt with failure very well. In fact, uh, Joe Burrow eight and three 
against the spread here coming off of a loss. I think they have the better weapons in Burrow, who has 25 touchdowns. Joe Mixon, number two uh, runner in the NFL, and Jamar Chase with 10 touchdown catches. And uh, looking at this, this Bengals team also, they don't beat themselves, fewest penalties uh, with the lowest number of penalty yards. Uh, the Broncos may be coming off emotional high also, playing last week uh, for their fallen recently retired receiver, Demarius Thomas, who uh, unexpectedly passed away last week. So uh, just think that, that the better weapons here, uh, Cincinnati side here, close game, but uh, I'll take the dog here. I think Cincinnati wins this game, something like 27-24. Boom, there it is right there. I'm glad you broke this one down for me because I'll tell you, this has been a very difficult game as I'm looking at it, trying to make my picks for the week. Man, I'm just not sure about this game at all. That's a tough one, Denver and Cincinnati. Talking with Lee Sterling for ParamountSports.com on Twitter at Paramount Sports. How about this? How about we close out with some UFC action? I'm excited by this one. I'm excited by this one, I'm not going to lie, because of the names. How about this? Jordan the Monkey King Levitt going up against Matt Robo Sales. I mean, it doesn't get too much better than that. The Monkey King Levitt, he's 8-1. Robo Sales, he's 8-3. Uh, how about this one? Uh, Monkey King Levitt, minus 117 against Robo Sales. What are your thoughts on this one, Lee? So, first off, you always got to know, I tell people, whenever they're doing games, know the day and the time. This is Saturday, UFC Fight Night, starts at 4 o'clock Eastern. So, I always get a few people that will contact me and say, hey, uh, uh, can I get it on the card? I'm like, well, you already missed like three or four fights. Um, look, look back next week. Right. So this is the first fight of the undercard. First fight is going to start about 4.05, 4.10. And sometimes just, that's just the way it falls. And uh, my strongest fight is early. Jordan the Monkey King Levitt <laughs> taking on Matt Robo Sales. It's a 155-pound lightweight division. Got to know the division. Now, Sales fought his last fight at 10 pounds under, featherweight. 145 pounds. So he's moving up in weight. He is going to uh, take on a submission and a grappler. And last time, he, his last fight, uh, he faced Bryce Mitchell, and he was submitted that way. So uh, I, I just think all the advantages here are with uh, the Monkey King. I think it's a mismatch. So I say move over, Lion King. <laughs> here comes the Monkey King, Hakuna Matata, Levitt by submission. <laughs> You had me at move over Lion King. You had me at yep. move over Lion King. I love it, man. UFC action. Jordan the Monkey King Levitt going up against Matt Robo Sales. Fantastic stuff, Lee. We definitely appreciate that. If anyone's been intrigued by listening to you and, and realizes, hey, you know what? I know a way I can win some money. I need to reach out to Lee Sterling. What do they need to do? How do they get a hold of you? Just go to ParamountSports.com. We've got a double down December special. Last year we won 27 of the – uh, games from the start of the bowl games through the Super Bowl. Bowls start today, so uh, uh, you want to get on with us early. Uh, this is where we usually do our best work. Uh, most people don't know these teams, you know, the Coastal Carolinas, the Northern Illinois. We study them all. I've got two guys. All they're doing is following Twitter, following the beat writers, getting all the information, who's opting out, uh, COVID cases, who's playing, who's not playing. So uh, we were able to navigate it last year. We're going to try to do it again. You want to hop on board, double down December from now through December 31st, just $97. That's right, $97. Use coupon code SAVE200 at ParamountSports.com or any one of our, our season packages uh, through the Super Bowl in football or hockey or basketball through June 2022. Use coupon code 
save two hundred, save three hundred. So uh, double down special, save two hundred. The season packages coupon code save three hundred. One place, ParamountSports.com, and uh, I want to wish you and and your staff and and your family, Q, and all the listeners out there, happy, healthy, and uh, safe holiday. Thank you so much. That's Lee Sterling right there, ParamountSports.com, again, on Twitter, at Paramount Sports. And, Lee, we definitely appreciate you each and every week. You're giving us a few minutes of your time, breaking it down, and letting us know how to win a little bit extra money. So enjoy the games this weekend. You have a happy holidays with you and your family as well. We appreciate you, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, sounds good. Take care. There he goes, the great Lee Sterling right there from ParamountSports.com. Definitely appreciate his time each and every week as he joins us around this time. This is Unnecessary Roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Sign up today for a new William Hill Nevada mobile sports account and you can earn a $50 bonus on top of your original $50 or more deposit using promo code GET50. That's promo code GET50. The William Hill Nevada mobile sports app allows you to bet on the go from any iPhone, iPad, or Android device from anywhere in Nevada. Sign up today and you'll never miss another bet. With the largest wagering menu, the mobile sports app features live in-play betting on football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, and tennis. For more information, visit williamhill.us. William Hill is a proud partner of the Vegas Golden Knights. Chuck, I know it's super easy, but can you walk our listeners through the process of getting a signature loan at Dollar Loan Center? You'll just need a couple things. Bring along your state-issued ID, recent pay stub, and a few pieces of mail to prove where you live. And if you're getting a loan online at don'tbebroke.com, you can scan and upload all your documents right to our members area. Sounds easy. How long does the whole process take? We print up the contract, walk you through it step-by-step, explain exactly what the costs are. We want to be sure you can really afford the loan. For a new customer, all this takes around 30 minutes, and you're out the door cash in hand. Once you're in the system, it's even quicker. That was Chuck, founder of Dollar Loan Center, where you can get up to five grand in just minutes. We have over 50 locations, or you can apply over the phone or online at don'tbebroke.com. Licensed by Nevada Financial Institutions Division. Customer must meet the normal loan qualifications. Review loan qualifications. Visit us at don'tbebroke.com. Certain limitations may apply. Loans are subject to approval. Having reliable transportation is important. For surprise repairs and maintenance, put your trust in the total car care experts at Meineke Car Care Centers. Free towing, lifetime guarantee on brake pads, and easy financing. Meineke, doing car care right. Lincoln Black Label is your invitation to a uniquely elevated automotive experience revolving around you, including pickup and delivery, premium maintenance, vehicle care, Lincoln Concierge, travel collection, and culinary collection. Finley Lincoln is here to surprise and delight you all the way through your effortless experience. Thinking Lincoln? Then think Finley Lincoln in the Valley Auto Mall, Nevada's only standalone Lincoln Black Label dealership. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'm going to have to kick you, you know what, today. Here's your boy Q. Want to give big thanks to Al Bernstein, who started us off today on the show, Hall of Famer, boxing analyst for Showtime. Uh, also want to give a big thanks to Adam Hill from the Las Vegas Review Journal. Kicked us off at uh, 3 o'clock, the second hour of the show. And then just heard from Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com uh, talking all things gambling. And I wanted to bring up Al Bernstein because uh, one of the fights that we talked about, Damon, was uh, Frank Gore versus Darren Williams. Uh, tweet coming in right now that Frank Gore versus Darren Williams will now be an exhibition Saturday on the Paul Woodley 2 card per a Showtime spokesperson. Similar rules to a regular bout, but with 12-ounce gloves, still full commission sanctioning, and a winner declared no reason for the change given. So, I don't know. 
All right, sounds like everything's still going uh, according to plan. I thought you were Does gonna... it? They changed the gloves. They didn't change it to an exhibition. Now, to me, and I fell for this banana and tailpipe, uh, what, what was the fight? Was it Tyson and Roy Jones that happened not too long ago? Yes, it was. Yeah, I bought that one because it's Mike Tyson. All right? He's not going to. He's not going to do an exhibition. He's going to try to knock someone the blank out. That was money. That was terrible money spent. But that, come on, but we talking about two fifty-five year olds though. Well, okay. No, it's Mike Tyson, man. He's. It don't matter. If he's seventy-five. He still got that pit bull in him, man. He ready to take someone out. But Roy Jones wasn't trying to get knocked no, out. No, but he wasn't trying to. But I thought Tyson was going to give him the business anyway. Just be like, I don't give a damn what the rules are. I'm about to knock you out because that's all I know. Like I say, Tigers don't change their stripes. I was thoroughly disappointed by that fight. Yeah, but them Tigers still, they're going to get, a, gonna get uh, winded a little bit quicker when you get that old. Man, that's why he should have knocked him out immediately. But I, I thought you were going to say the fight was canceled. I was going to nah. hit you with my Florida James there. <laughs> damn, damn, damn. <laughs> I should have said that just to hear that. <laughs> Let's get into our NFL picks. Before this uh, show runs out, we uh, forgot to do them yesterday on the show. We had so much going on. Uh, I actually took a loss in yesterday's game. I had the Chargers, and you had you had the Chiefs, right? You did pick Kansas City, I think. I sure did. All right, so you're 1-0, and I'm 0-1 on the week. Let's go th- through these. We'll go through them quick, fast, and hurry, and uh, we'll try to get a call or two on before the show gets wrapped up. Uh, let's go ahead and start from uh, Monday. Well, no, that's a Monday game, too. Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> New England at the Colts. Who do you have? The Patriots. I have the Colts winning that one. All right, on Sunday, Carolina at Buffalo. Who you got in that one? Buffalo. I got the yeah. Bills as well. Carolina, Matt Rule is really letting me down, but, you know, it is what it is. Arizona is at Detroit. Arizona. All right, the Cardinals, about to say, there should be no question. The New York Jets at the Miami Dolphins. How you feeling that one? Dolphins been rolling. Okay, I got Miami. I don't know if they're rolling, but they're playing the they Jets. They won six in a row. They're, they're playing the Jets, so it doesn't matter. They're going to get a dub, so uh, I'm good with that. The Cowboys at the Giants. Where are you going? Dallas. You'd be a fool to take the Giants. I got the Cowboys as well. The Eagles, they're hosting the Washington football team. Who do you got? The Eagles. Taylor Heineke's out. Just got added I know, to the uh, COVID I know. protocol. And I, I want to change my pick, but I picked Washington before, so I'm going to stick with Washington anyway. Um, Philadelphia, I don't know what they're going to do, but I'm just going to go ahead and roll with uh, Washington. Uh, matter of fact, that game got moved, right? It's a, it's a, uh, That's one of the games that moved, right? Oh, it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's going to be on, what, Tuesday? Yeah, yeah Dar- Darius Slay also tweeted. He said the P- the the NFL PA is a joke. Right. Well, that's fine. The <laughs> game's gonna be played on Tuesday, so I'm not a member of the NFL PA. So no, it, that's reminding me because like, oh, one of the yeah. Eagles like, oh yeah, I remember because I saw an Eagles player tweeting about how mad he was. Right. Exactly. All the players that are against the team, you know, that that's got the COVID breakout, they all feel that way, and I understand. Like Adam Hill said earlier in the hour, totally understand where the players are coming from. Uh, your Tennessee Titans going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Who you got? It ain't even the fact that I'm a Titans fan. Big Ben is Washington. Nobody can change my mind. Titans. I got Tennessee as well. The Houston Texans going up against the Urban Meyerless Jacksonville Jaguars. Who you rolling with? Man, the game for the number one pick in the draft. Man. Oh, man. You know what? Interim coach. Bevel's going to rally the troops. Hey, you know what? Jacksonville, rah, rah. We doing it for the, give one for the Gipper. We doing it. There you go. You know what's funny? John McClain always says that when a coach is gone or something happens like that, they always rally. You saw what happened with the Raiders. When Gruden stepped down, boom, they won two in a row. They They're going to have that same Josh Jake. Ain't got to worry about somebody yelling at you on the sidelines, <laughs> kicking, kicking you in you, the leg. Kicking you while you're stretching. I'll tell you what. We didn't talk about it, but Urban Meyer kicking the kicker was, was very calculated. Like, he wouldn't have just gone and kicked anybody. You know what I mean? He wouldn't have just kicked some normal dude, you know, some normal position player like a linebacker. I'm going to kick. Make the damn tackle. Make 
Like, my, <laughs> if he kicks the chair, my, he ain't doing it to Miles Jack. Right, exactly. Right, exactly. I just kicked the chair across the room, knocked all kind of stuff down. But I had to make an example. I guarantee Kira's going to come running around. The, what in the hell are y'all doing in here? Got, he said, I'm next, guys. We got, <laughs> we got romper room going on in here. All right, we're moving on. I got Houston in that one. You got Jacksonville. The Cincinnati Bengals at Denver. You just heard Lee Sterling talk about that one. Where are you going? Cincinnati. I'm going with the Bengals as well. That was a tough one for me, though. Atlanta at San Francisco. Who you got? San Francisco. I'm rolling with the 49ers as well, playing in Santa Clara and Great America's parking lot. I'll say that every single time. I don't care. Seattle at the Rams. That is also a Tuesday game. Uh, who do you got in this one? The Rams? I mean, Stafford isn't. Stafford's still healthy, so. Okay. All right. And I think OBJ, I saw him tweet out that uh, he's negative. So uh, he probably will be back for uh, action on Tuesday. Seattle and L.A., I got the Rams as well. Green Bay at the Baltimore Ravens. I don't know if uh, – I don't think Lamar Jackson's playing. Who do you got? Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers looks too damn good. I got the Packers as well. And then Sunday night football, the Aints at Tampa Bay. Who are you rolling with? Tampa Bay. <laughs> Me as well. All right, Monday night, here we go. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings at the Chicago Bears. How you, how you seeing that one? Ooh, that's a tough one. Minnesota. I'm going with the Minnesota Vikings as well. And then, of course, the game that will be kicked off at 2 p.m. right here on Raider Nation Radio 920. We'll lead up to it. You can hear all the action starting bright and early, 7 a.m. with the morning tailgate. Myself, Hondo Carpenter, DeMond Cotton will all be along for the ride. And then some from the Oyo. Uh, the Raiders at Cleveland, 2 p.m. kickoff. Where are you going? Let me take the Raiders. I'm taking the Raiders as well. I took them uh, for Saturday's game. I'm taking them for Monday's game. And, hell, if they play the game on Thursday, I'd take them too. I just think that they're going to beat the Cleveland Browns. Uh, it's going to be a healthy dose of the run game. It's going to need to be a healthy dose of the run game, but I think they get that dub. So those are our picks uh, from this week 15. Last week, if you're wondering, week 14, I went 8-5. and five. You probably don't even have your paper, huh? Nope. All right. That's because you're responsible. Because, no, here's what I do it in the moment. Because I, what had happened was. the dome. It's off the dome. If we don't do the picks on the show, I don't make them. Okay. Because it's off the dome. I need to be, you know. But you're supposed to be keeping record for the whole season. I'll, I'll, <laughs> come on, guys. We already know. I'm not catching up. Okay, I'll be honest. <laughs> you know what? I got, let me drop the facade. <laughs> I'm not catching up. Because I thought about that. I was just like, man. Anybody, right. anybody choosing my picks? Like, let's see what Demond say. Right, right. I got you. I got you. I respect that. Uh, look, I went on a bad streak, man. I went on a bad streak for a while too, so don't feel bad, man. They, some of those games got a little wonky throughout the week, so that's cool. Three forty-eight is the time. Uh, we got a few minutes. We can take a couple calls and texts if you want. Six nine one eight seven keyword R and R. That's the Salmon Ash text line. Also, the Raider Nation listener line seven zero two three six five ninety two hundred. Want to know? What's your feeling? What are you thinking? How are you feeling about the about the decision that the NFL and the NFLPA has made to move the game to Monday, 2 p.m. kickoff? And if you don't like it, what would you have liked to seen happen? Want to hear from you. we got a couple minutes left. This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Give me your best. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Hall of Famer Marcus Allen, and you're listening to Raider Nation Radio 920. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Raider, hey, Raider Nation, this is Marcus Allen, and you're listening to Radio station 920 say raider nation radio 920 raider nation radio station 920 welcome back to unnecessary roughness here on raider nation radio 920 i'm gonna have to kick you you know what today here's your boy q oh yeah that's my joint right there they want to see me do my thing mm-hmm. yeah, yeah let's do it go on Demar. get it man i see <laughs> now that's all you get Go on, get it, man. Go on, get it. Oh, yeah. DeMond's warming up now. There you go. You're giving your shirt stress marks, dude. 
Demon's shirt's so tight when he moves in it, it's getting stretch marks. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. This is one of those. I, this is a nice little V-neck. This is one of those shirts where it's like, hey man, you look good. Man. You got something going on after Vinny's show, huh? Yo, I you do got a little something? Not, nothing at all. You gonna warm up with the honeys later on? <laughs> I mean, it's all right, but you can you put your business in the street. Ain't, ain't, there is no business. Right. The most exciting part, yo, I went to go see Spider-Man last night. Did I you, might go, I, did you go like see, it? Oh, I loved it. Cassie said it wasn't very good. Yo, man, we going to have to talk to her, yo. <laughs> I'm not one of those people where it's just like, if you don't like what I don't like, you know, it's like, oh, everybody's got right? that difference of opinion. So you like Spider-Man? Yeah, this is one of those things where it's like, no, I, I'm not, not a big Spider-Man guy. Well, you don't even like these. I know, I don't. I really, I like national champions. Or what was it? National Championship? Was that what it was called? Yeah, that was it. I liked that movie. That was a good movie. I thought that was good. Yeah, but Joe Dirt's also your favorite movie. Yeah, that's so a good what, point. He's like, I, got, I how, like funny how movies. How much can I value your opinion yeah, on movies? Yeah, don't. No, no, don't. Don't. Don't ever value my movie. <laughs> if I tell you that a movie's great, just take it with a grain of salt because it's me. Cassie out here just spared me. I said, know. She gave it a 2.5 out of 10. Well, in her defense, so she said she had someone that took their shoes off in the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> next to her and then they were vaping like what is and i don't go to the movies very often but even i know that that's not good movie etiquette you know what i mean like you can't take your shoes off you're not at home you know what i mean taking the shoe that's that's a wild step. that's just foul like it, that's wild she's better than me because if that had been me i'd have been i'd have looked over and been like really that's that's exactly what i said like you're really gonna take your shoes off you know you're sitting right next to me like you're gonna take your shoes off? I that's bet he was like a super fan too. One of those like I'm not missing this. You for just the world. can't. You can't do that. There's things that I hate. One is when people do that. People do that on a plane a lot too. They'll take their shoes off and it's like, what are you doing? I've seen I've seen tweets about it. I've never seen it in person. I've and seen I feel it like in I've, person I've enough. I, I've seen it in person. It's it, it's very uncomfortable. <laughs> uncomfortable. Yeah, it is. It is because it's like those are your toes. Grab or even your socks. You know, socks are bad too. Grab the flight attendant as she walks by. Uh, he has his shoes off. I'll tell you, I've become I've become a weirdo when it comes to flying where I I used to not really care where I sat or where my, you know, where because I always go on Southwest. And so the, you always get to pick your own seat. So I usually didn't care as long as I was in A or B boarding class. I didn't really care. But now I'm really if it ain't A, it's not for me. You know, like I'll spend the forty dollars to go and upgrade my seat. When we we moved, we went to uh, Texas, it was me, the wife and the daughter. Right. We all flew to Texas and. I checked us in late, and so I got, like, B60. So that's almost the end. That's the ass end of B, right? You know what I mean? Like, oh, no. like it's almost C. And I told the wife, I was like, hey, man, uh, I'm going to go upgrade these real quick. And, of course, she's cheap. She's like, no, that's $120. I was like, I don't care. I don't care what I got to do. I just, I, man, whatever. So I went and upgraded our seats, and we had, like, A3, A4, and A5. And it was so funny because when we walked up, people were looking at me like, where are you going? I was like, we're one right here you know and then the people even in front of us there's two people in front of us and they're all oh this is a and i go oh i know oh yeah they try to hit me with that so oh, that, so that kind of gives me i don't think uh you're, oh, right yeah. so you know that little chip on my shoulder i talk about mm -hmm. that's another reason why i do it now to make sure that i have very high up there so people can't tell me nothing oh i love correcting people oh you're wrong oh yeah oh. yeah uh, i can feel I, I got the satisfaction from you oh you know this is a right right that's what the dude told me he was on his phone and he looked back and he goes and he looks up he looked up at the thing first and goes, oh, this is A. And I go, yeah, I know. You're A1. I'm A3. It's all good. Just got a text. I sneak booze into the theater. Happy Friday, Q. Okay. I respect no, that. No, I do too. I snuck. <laughs> you know what's so funny? I, so I, I went and bought my snacks at, seven, at the 7-Eleven up the yeah. road before I go. And then I, was I, told, I told the cashier, I was like, hey, 
I'm going into the movies, so don't mind what I'm about to do. So before I purchased, <laughs> you know, as he's ringing it up, I start like putting it in my pocket, seeing where everything will fit. Right. And he was like, "You got an inside pocket?" And I was like, "Yeah." He was like, "What you should do?" And he so he, he takes the snacks. You. He starts rolling up. He was like, "See, what you want to do is squeeze all that air out, see, and put it in the inside." Pocket. Oh, I was like, "Thank yeah. you, my man." There you, hey, that's good looking out. That's good looking out right there. I respect <laughs> that. I man, yeah, going to the movies and, and having a couple drinks in the in the pocket or whatever. That's nothing wrong with that. Uh, that's that old school style right there. Well, I guess that's going to do it for today's show. That's movies. That's movies with bros. <laughs> Is that like men on books? <laughs> movies with bros. Uh, Sir Whiskey Ray said, Q&D, it must be the weekend because I'm looking good. Sincerely, red polo shirts, V-neck sweaters, and Tyrone Woodley. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Whiskey Ray, that's a great way to drop the mic. Thank you so much again. Thank you to Al Bernstein, Adam Hill, Lee Sterling for joining us on the show. Thank you for everyone who called in all week long. Thank you for everyone who texted in all week long. And coming up next, if you're out and about around town, go check out my guy, Vinny Bonsignor, at the TI, in the huddle, 4 to 6 p.m. He's going to be hanging out, doing it real big. I think I'm going to go over and check him out in a little while and see what he's got going on, make sure he's uh, handling his business. You know, he just got back from Dallas, so he may be a little squirrely. He may still have a little Texas in him, so I got to go make sure he's doing his thing. Uh, We'll be back on Monday, 7 a.m., morning tailgate. Myself, Hondo Carpenter, DeMond Cotton, and more. Join us at the OYO. This is Radio Nation Radio 920.